0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: And if you hear Renegade and you don't get psyched for the NFL season, are you even an NFL fan?
0: Yeah, that that and Phil Collins.
1: In the air tonight. (laughs) It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Bart Scott, Jen Latta holding it down for the guys. We've been taking your calls all morning long on the best sports feuds. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And this, of course, prompted by last night, the announcement that Jimmy Johnson will, in fact, be put in the Dallas Cowboys ring of honor. Jerry Jones sitting next to him on the Fox set making the announcement. Take a listen.
0: We are going to certainly be recognizing what's happening here with the Hall of Fame. Uh, But uh, Tex Ram, who started that Ring of Honor, said, Jerry, keep it, keep it kind of limited with people, but make sure it wasn't just about the plays they made, make sure they contributed to the story of the franchise. Now, it's kind of hard to not recognize <laughs> this contribution to the story of the franchise. Right, no doubt. So are we making an announcement here? Well, we can be. If we can, I don't know how we're going to upstate No, yeah, numbers. you can. So go ahead. Absolutely. Make the we'll announcement. That, but we'll be in the ring of honor. There we go. Jerry, All right. we'll, we'll, go. love it. If yes. You heard it here. it yeah. will be there so, uh, while I'm alive.
1: Uh, that was the best part, while I'm alive. So it does, in fact, appear as though Jimmy Johnson will be in the ring of honor. A- and you're not buying it. You think this was self-serving. That's See, a- I love that they have they have come to a place where Jerry Jones has realized the error of his ways, the mistakes that he made, that he bleeped it up. And he admitted as such a couple weeks ago when he was uh, doing a public appearance that he bleeped the whole thing up. Um, but you're saying, nah, the timing's too, too coincidental. It's
0: too convenient. Right, it's too convenient that it's Jimmy Johnson's night, his weekend. He's going into the Hall of Fame. And who are we talking about? Are we talking about Jimmy Johnson and what he was as a coach in college and what he was as a coach in the pros? You know, how, what he's been as an analyst? No. We're talking about Jerry Jones finally seeing the light. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Life, you know, when they sitting there like Claude. With Eddie Murphy? You were right. You said we were going to die here, and you're right. You're right. I'm with you when you're right. We next for what? The upper room. So now you're looking, now you're looking at Jerry. Jerry getting old as hell, and now he see his mortality. He's talking about he want to win a Super Bowl before he die, and now he's trying to come back and, and mend all these relationships. But you can't just start from there, right? Why are we having a public conversation about a private issue, right? You talk about A.A. A. Ryan and how he's you know trying to fix it and mend defenses, and what did he say? We had some private conversations. Where's the private conversation with Jimmy Johnson before you come over here? Hey, I love you. Like, no, nah, man, you're trying to go ahead and have some autograph signings at the, at the facility. Jimmy Johnson Day. Everybody come here, you know, buy one, get 25 free or some stuff like that, man. It's self-serving, man.
1: You are very cynical when it comes to this Jimmy man, Johnson, thing. I've been around Jerry narcissists. I am one. Oh, you are a narcissist. I, 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 yeah,
0: I'm, I'm a recovery. I'm, right. trying, I'm trying to get my now life together. We're
1: breaking news here. Sarah Hickman call me. You know Will I need another session. Coming to you live from above the Heineken Riverdeck at Pier 17. So let's get to your calls. We've got Charles in Ohio. Charles, you're on with Jen and Bart. What's the best sports feud you can think of?
0: Thanks, guys, for taking my call. Um, I say Pete Rose and the um, commissioners Ooh. that he had to deal with. Everybody? And yeah, Pete man. Rose and everybody? That's a, yeah. good, that's a good one. You talk about not being able to tell the story of baseball without – you know, mentioning Pete Rose, it's one of those things, man. And he's, he, I think at this point, this only thing keeping Pete Rose alive is just he wants to, you know, be recognized for his contributions to baseball. And unfortunately, him and MLB just can't get it right. So
1: you're on the side of Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame?
0: You can't tell the story. It's like, it's like, it's like canceling Reggie Bush. Like, I didn't know, I didn't see what I saw. It's like talking about the Fab Five. I didn't see what I saw. Like, come on, man. Like, like you're playing yourself. Like Barry Bonds not being in a, in a, in, a, in the Hall of Fame, like really, you are gonna tell the story of baseball without arguably the greatest hitter, also one of the greatest players of all time? Congratulations, you played just Well,
1: a... it's definitely like trying to ignore the warts, trying yeah. to ignore you know the issues that your sport has it's, had, it's
0: especially when a lot of that steroid error was. Was allowed by MLB because right. they wanted to get they wanted to get the race the whole Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire stuff you know what I mean the fact that you know now we got the sticky stuff right the spider tacky two thousand era right we we had the base stealing and sign stealing like where does like all of those are competitive advantages like you know what I mean so you can't tell the story of baseball without talking about Pete Rose or not talking about Barry Bonds and you can't tell me just because you don't put it in a in a in a, in a place that I didn't see what I saw.
1: Pete Rose and MLB, another great example of a great sports feud that I believe is still going on, because I haven't seen them say that Pete Rose can go into the Hall of Fame. How about James in Minnesota? James, you're on with Jen and Bart. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin.
0: Hey, hey, good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Uh, tell you, one of the best sports rivalries as us fans here in Minnesota, and Norm Green, when he took the Stars and left and went to Dallas. Hmm, see, that's, that's a little bit before my time. I'm going to have to hit the Google later up and see what that one's all about. Can you elaborate a little bit about the story? How did it make you feel, brother? Made him speechless, yeah. that's what it did. <laughs> it <took me laughs>
1: so, Norm Green, he was involved in the North Stars moving to Dallas. Is that what I picked up on there? It was the Minnesota... Yep. North Stars and then they uh, picked up a move so it was one of those relocation stories which again I think you could go back to there are an awful lot of those types yeah, of those stories hurt. in sports I, I always think of is it Stan Cronky cranky Cron- I always want to say, I wanna say yeah. cranky but that's not right <laughs> um, and, and st. Louis fans. Right, I mean, they are never gonna forgive him yeah. for taking that team and, and moving west.
0: And one day they're gonna, they're, one day they're gonna come back like they did with Cleveland, and they're gonna expand the NFL. And I think either I think um, that'd be a great location. You know, that's a great fan base out there in St. Louis, and I think eventually they'll get another team, and then they'll be able to play, uh, staying cranky, crunky and then they'll be able to let them know how they feel.
1: Jeff in Pennsylvania, you're on with Jen and Bart on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Who's your best sports feud?
0: Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Bart. First of all, Bart, Micah Parsons went to Penn State, not Ohio State. Why you want to curse the guy like that? Oh, he <laughs> back went, I know he went to LBU. <laughs> linebacker U. I know that. <laughs> uh Jim Leland and the aforementioned Barry Bonds. 1992 spring training. These two get into a scuffle and argument. Next year, Barry Bonds is playing in San Francisco. Jim Leland is managing in Florida. Started a 20-year losing streak for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm. That's, That's another good one. good one. Yeah, That, that was Skinny Barry. That was, you're right, that, that was Skinny that was, berry. That was before his head grew two centimeters. 888-SAY-ESPN,
1: 888 say ESPN, We're talking about the best sports feuds in honor of Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones apparently burying the hatchet. Last night they announced on the Fox broadcast that Jimmy will, I always want to go back and forth, Jimmy, Jerry, Jerry, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jerry, mm-hmm. uh, that Jimmy will be in the ring of honor. And you're saying this was Jerry stealing the spotlight from Jimmy, who deserved to be the main guy.
0: Once again, making it all about him. You know, of course, you've got to put him in the ring of honor. He's going into the Hall of Fame. He's immortalized. Yeah, you'd look you kind know. of
1: silly when you, if you don't put him in the Dallas Cowboys ring of honor, yeah, when he's, he's been be- put in the highest, you know, the, the highest honor in all of NFL football.
0: I mean, he's already played himself because this dude bought you two titles and the third one that Switzer won really was, was really with Jerry's players. So yes. basically he got you three titles. Three out of your six, 50% came from him, and he ain't in your ring of honor. Then your ring of honor is a fraud. And
1: I believe I shame. was reading that Barry Switzer was like back in the day, back back in the yeah. day, like when all this was going, he was like, you got to fix this. Like, yeah, What right. are you doing? Exactly. Like, you know, and uh, Jerry was like, no, Jimmy's gone. And he's like, what do you mean Jimmy's gone?
0: Jerry was like, <laughs> that's how much you get. Man, screw Jimmy, man. (laughs) Hey, hey, man, you're right, man. Who who needs Jimmy?
1: On second thought, (laughs) it's fine. I'll stay. Um, That is, of course, a great example of one of the best sports feuds. Keep getting us your calls all morning long. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn, J. Will and Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. The clear sign that nobody, and we mean nobody, stays with the same team for their entire career, that's next. After Bart tells us about this from Rumble On.
0: Does the thought of selling your motorcycle, ATV, or vehicle already make you exhausted? There's no need to keep putting it off because RubbleOn.com makes selling easy. You'll have the cash offer in minutes and free pickup on Harleys, Polaris, Can-Am, and Yamaha. Trade in or sell, RumbleOn will pay cash no matter the make or model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter promo code RADIO to get a $300 increase in your, on your cash offer. Fast bikes, fast cars, fast cash. RumbleOn.
1: NBA Free Agency saw a flurry of teams making moves to chase the Larry O'Brien trophy. Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports.
0: This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. I'm gonna try and do this, Jim, because Jay Weezy's not here. What does
1: he do? He just snaps.
0: Hey, snaps, man. He got some of the ashiest fingers ever, man. Because I, I can't keep it up. You Did know you what mean? Snap I mean? I got a little bit of moisture. Ugh. uh. All right. Ah. I didn't know that was a thing, Ah. but I like it. I like it. Mm. Let's
1: get to some A to Z here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. I'm Jen Latta. He's Bart Scott holding it down for the guys. Let's start with the USA Beach volleyball team winning gold. April Ross and Alex Kleinman, they beat Australia for the championship. It's Ross's third medal in as many Olympics to go with the silver she won in London and a bronze from Brazil. I believe she has won all three of those medals with different partners. Mm. So she's kind of a stud.
0: You know what I'm saying? She's like, listen, just don't mess it up. I got this. Just listen and do what I say, and we'll get you gold. You go back to the States, you'll be Gucci. We're going to get you some endorsements, all kind of stuff. Just
1: think about that, though. Think about the journey. The Olympics are every four years. Last year, even an extra year because it was delayed. And she's won three Olympic medals bronze, silver, and gold, finally getting the gold this year. Meanwhile, Team USA's women's basketball team defeated Serbia 79-59 to to advance to the gold medal game. Brittany Greiner led Team USA with 15 points and 12 rebounds. Brianna Stewart added 12 points and 10 boards for the Americans. USA will play for a seventh consecutive gold medal on Saturday at 10.30 Eastern against the winner of Japan and France, which is currently underway. Did you hear that? They're playing for the seventh Consecutive gold medal. We think it's a big deal that the men are playing right, for their exactly. fourth straight gold medal. These ladies crush.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and like, I think we need to put some more respect on their name because they're holding us down. The world dominance is, you know, the the the, the, the distance between the best players in women's basketball in, a, in an American team versus, you know, men's basketball. It's far greater.
1: And it's so crazy that so many women in the game still have to go overseas to, to supplement their income.
0: What are you doing, men?
1: What are we doing? Um, The Summer Games News and Notes is brought to you by CarMax. If it's time to sell your car, go for sold with an instant offer from CarMax. Find out what your car's worth with an instant offer at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way it should be. Uh, Also here on A to Z, on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, also KJZ, Barcelona says Lionel Messi will not resign with the club. They put out a statement yesterday saying that a deal between the club and Messi for a new contract head could not be reached and that it can not afford to re-sign him due to economic and structural issues related to La Liga regulations. Messi, of course, is 34 years old. 17 and years. 17 years with the he same team. Since he been there
0: 17 like years old. When you old. think
1: of Lionel Messi, obviously sometimes you think of him with the with the national team, but you always see him in a Barcelona
0: jersey. Mm-hmm. Is that, I thought it was tattooed on. I thought it was like one of those <laughs> things like men in black. This would be the last suit you ever wear.
1: He can't get it off. Um, So let's take a listen to some reaction to the Messi story.
0: Does Messi really want to go? Does he really want to leave Barcelona after 21 years at the club? Or is this maybe a little bit of a power play, a little bit of a poke in the ribs uh, to La Liga? There's been a lot of tension between Barcelona as well as Real Madrid and La Liga over the Super League, over uh, this new investment in the league from an American private equity group called CVC. So it's, um, it looks like there's more here than meets the eye. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm just being naive here because I can't, ex- can't imagine Barcelona without Lionel Messi.
1: Yeah, most people can't. That, of course, Gabriel Marcotti, ESPN's FC analyst. He was on SportsCenter with our friend Jay Harris. So that brings up the question, Bart: What is another athlete in the United States who you can't imagine in a uniform other than what you've seen him? in? Past or present? Past or present? You can be either. I mean, Michael Jordan. Can you imagine Michael Jordan in another uniform?
0: Well, he was at the Wizards. I know. But he was fat, Mike. But it's crazy
1: because so many guys do switch teams. I mean. Peyton Manning is another example. Colts, Johnny Colts, Unitas. Colts, and then you got him in the Broncos uniform. Yeah,
0: Johnny U, man. It's like some of these things are awkward, like to see a Kim Alondra in a, in a Raptors. But I guess for me growing up, um, it would have been weird for me to see Barry Sanders in a different jersey, even though he wanted it and he just retired because they ruined his career, mm-hmm. or Isaiah Thomas, right, because I'm a, I'm a Detroit um, – um, Detroit fan through and through so that would have hurt me to see those guys you know, have a different uniform because I think they represented the era and they represented the, the city and the town in the uh, organization
1: I think we're getting more used to the idea and I think Tom Brady has helped with that obviously spending his entire career yeah. in New England and then making the switch over to Tampa Bay that was awkward for some people that yeah. was tough for some people to swallow you had to wrap your brain around it a little bit with Aaron Rodgers this summer because the thought was he wouldn't be in green and gold and he still might finish his career somewhere else um, so I I think it's yeah. a little more – we're a little more so, – I wouldn't so, say okay with it, but it's been shoved in our right. faces so much recently right. that you're kind of like – it's almost inevitable that guys won't finish right. their career in one uniform.
0: So you're from Milwaukee, right?
1: I'm from northern Illinois, north okay, of Chicago.
0: No, okay, northern so Chicago. So how was it for you to see like maybe a – Mike Singletary in a different jersey. Oh, yeah,
1: or a Brian Urlacher, you know, guys who were just Walter
0: Payton. I wonder how how people digested seeing Brett Favre not only going to be in a different jersey, but a Minnesota Vikings jersey.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy because Brett Favre is so Teflon. I mean, even though there were people who just couldn't Mm -hmm. believe that he would hold the franchise hostage and, and fans who had devoted their entire fandom to him still love him.
0: Yeah. Still love him. So, so you, you know. They
1: buy the Minnesota Vikings jersey. They buy yeah. the Jets jerseys.
0: So are you going to throw up in your mouth a little bit when you see Aaron Rodgers win a Denver Broncos jersey?
1: No, I kind of. I, again, I kind of. I've okay embraced it? it. It's it's kind of almost like inevitable, you know. And you just kind of like, it's gonna happen. You may as well get yourself ready for it. You may yeah. as well get yourself prepared for it.
0: I just don't understand how messy. Like they probably paid him over a billion dollars. Like those guy, him and Ronaldo, make so much money over there. Like, the fact that he couldn't take like, yeah, I'll give you a discount. Give me $400
1: Well, and you're seeing, you know, we mentioned that he's 34 years old. And, again, we talk about Tom Brady effect. I don't think that a decade ago guys were thinking about playing into their 40s. I think that it was like, I'll get to 36, 37, I'll shut it down in the NFL. We're watching Carly Lloyd, who I believe is 39. She scored two goals in the Olympic bronze medal game yesterday like the advancements in medicine the advancements so, so, in, in recovery all of those right. things are making it so that people can play a lot longer
0: I, I would I would ask I would ask my um you know our listeners and our viewers more impressive Tom Brady and what he's doing at 44 or what Bernard Hopkins did at 48 49 beating a young spry dude trying to knock his head off to win a title so what did Bernard do he won a title at 48 you know I think he beat Gene Pascal like who was a young Bronco bull, right? I mean, he did his thing. This is you know, boxing. Yeah, boxing. Yeah, okay. boxing. Definitely, like Bernard Hopkins and what he was able to do. And he always told me something that I always tell other kids. You know what I mean? What's built lasts longer than what's born, right? And I always use that analogy between him and Roy Jones because they fought at such a young age. Is this
1: like a hard work versus talent type yeah, of thing?
0: About, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when you build, when you – some the greatest are built and born. Right, Bernard Hopkins was not as good of an athlete as Roy Jones Jr., but Roy Jones was built with all these athletic traits, but when that slows down, if it ain't built, it won't last. So he always told me that. He always said, hey, listen, what's built lasts longer than what's born. When you look at both of their careers, early on you would have thought by far Roy Jones, and Roy Jones is still a Hall of Famer, but I would think you would say that more impressive career is Bernard Hopkins and how long he was able to be dominant. You know, We became accustomed to seeing Roy Jones fight a heavyweight and get knocked out. You know what I mean by guys late in his career. B. Hop never took extensive damage.
1: Yeah, I think they would always say that hard work beats talent.
0: Yeah, I mean it's great to be talented
1: and and just intrinsically have more athletic ability and maybe more instincts than everybody else, but working hard is never going to – It ages you're, you're well. You're always going to be – it ages well is a great way of putting it. By the way, I almost feel like I'm in a different country sometimes with you. Have you ever traveled you know, outside the United States, like to Italy or to Spain or something? And you know a little bit of Spanish, but not all of the <laughs> right. Spanish. You yeah, know I'll be all, I'm all of, over the place. Okay, so, so sometimes I feel like when I went to France, and I don't know any French, okay, but you're trying to pick up on context clues and stuff. That's how that whole conversation probably, felt probably to me. Probably that's how that Friday. whole conversation felt to me right there. You're yeah. trying to pick up on little things. I'm a big like, assumer. I know what that just means. assume that
0: you know what I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> Bernard Hopkins, that's boxing, right? Be <laughs> uh, We've been taking your calls all morning long, 888-729-SAY-ESPN. Is that the number? 888-SAY-ESPN. Give us a call. We've been asking for the biggest sports feuds. 888-729-3776. That's the number. Give us your sports feuds. We've been talking about Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson as well. um, As who would be the most bizarre? What athlete can you not even imagine being in a different jersey? And I know for a lot of people it would have been Tom Brady. Dirk Nowitzki is a guy. Who you know, you just think about him and you see him in that jersey. Oh, yeah. Can't even imagine him playing for somebody else. I feel like baseball Ooh, Tim is Duncan one of those sports. Too, yeah. What about like a Derek Jeter? Like, can you even yeah. imagine Derek Jeter suiting up for a different team?
0: No, I could not.
1: No, again, it's in your brain. Every time you think of him, you picture him in the pinstripes. That's just how it works. Uh, lots of folks weighing in, so let's get to some of your calls. Steve in Tennessee. You are on with Jen and Bart on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Good morning, Steve.
0: Good morning. I'll give you two. Uh, first, I'll give you a Joe Namath when he went to the Rams. I don't know if anyone knows that, but yeah, i He went think, to the Rams and Reggie knows. Jackson, Billy Martin.
1: Absolutely. No, no. Um, in fact, we uh, we mentioned that earlier in the show because um, Billy Martin. It seems like feuded with a lot of folks.
0: <laughs> it was Steinburner too, right? right?
1: And again, that was you know you just got Brahma Bulls. You got Type A personalities. You got the yeah. egos, and you think you're right, and they think they're right, and you just go. You know, you bash your heads into each other. Steve in New Jersey, you're on with Jen and Bart on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Best sports feuds, Steve.
0: I think we just had Steve. Is this Steve in Tennessee?
1: Yes, Steve in Tennessee. He, this is a good one right here.
2: Steve! Steve, good
1: morning. you Turn on this radio, on radio, radio baby.
0: Bart, you are my boy. Ray Lewis. Ah, Sugar. Yeah, Sugar Ray Lewis and the squirrel dance is like, you know, that's, that only belonged in, in Baltimore. You, you're right with that. when him and Jonathan Ogden, I couldn't imagine, you know, the first overall picks ever in the history of, t- of the organization. Ray Lewis, 96, um, Jonathan Ogden, 96, both into the Hall of Fame. Ozzie, Ozzie Newsom was batting 1,000 on his 96 draft.
1: 888 Say ESPN, 888 729 3776. We're taking your calls on the best sports feuds in honor of Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones, burying the hatchet, it would seem, and Jimmy going into the ring of honor, according to Jerry last night on Fox. Let's get to Fred in Utah. Fred, you're on with Jen and Bart. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Jen.
2: Good morning, Bart. My man, you hey, you reminded me of King Vitamin back in the day. So <laughs>
0: yeah, King hey, Vitamin. Let, let that cereal soak in your mouth, or tear it up, <laughs> tear the roof of your mouth up. You eat some King Vitamin. Oh, baby. But I, I'm gonna go with my Knicks in the '80s. We battled with the Heat, Charlotte, everybody. We fought everybody. And seeing Patrick Ewing in another jersey broke my heart.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's a great one.
0: Yeah, Patrick Ewing in that what Orlando Magic jersey. Oh man, looking like Oliver Miller.
1: Keep taking your calls on the best sports feuds, and we're also asking what athlete in the United States would be most bizarre for you to see in another uniform. That, of course, because Messi will no longer be with Barcelona. They announced it yesterday. Um, let's get to Zach in Arizona. Zach, you're on with Jen and Bart on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Zubin, ESPN Radio. Good
0: morning, guys. Good morning, Bart. Good morning. Um... This is a recent one, but my new feud is with Bruce Arians. Leaves the Cardinals to retire, <laughs> comes back, wins the ring in Tampa Bay. Us Cardinals fans out here are still sick about it.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that that was yeah, a feud. Yeah, he
0: had, well, he had, he had health issues, right? He was supposed to retire. You know, he you know, pulled a little Urban Meyer, right? He left, went into the booth for a year, decided he didn't like it, and came back and went to, went to uh, Tampa. I know y'all had beef, though. I thought y'all was happy for him because, you know, he, he wasn't well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently not.
0: I, I'm, I'm a real sports guy, and I've been a Cardinals fan since they were playing in Sun Devil Stadium. And the Cardinals were rolling then, man. They were rolling. They had, they had it. Maybe this year they'll be back. But I just, I just have a problem with him retiring, quote-unquote, going to Florida, perfect <laughs> opportunity, comes up. He takes it and he wins, so congratulations, but that was supposed to be the Cardinals, man. Yeah,
1: he wishes that he won in Arizona. I got you, I got you. I think we should keep our eye on Arizona. They've been making moves, and uh, I think we've said that we think that the West could have three teams in the playoff this year, considering the playoffs expanded last year. Get a, a few more extra teams in there. All right, everyone was wondering what the Cowboys' defense would bring in Dan Quinn, so what did our experts see from the Dallas D last night in the Hall of Fame game? That is after SportsCenter.
2: turned and the give a little stutter step down to the goal line and into the end zone for that Steelers touchdown is Caitlin Balazs and I tell you what I don't like to dig up past names but there was a little echo of Le'Veon Bell in that little stutter step
1: (laughs) that courtesy of WDVE 102.5 FM in the first NFL preseason game in two years the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Dallas Cowboys 16-3 16-3 Thursday night in Canton, Ohio. Neither starting quarterback played, but we did see each team's 2021 first-round pick. Najee Harris finished with eight touches for 25 yards, while Micah Parsons tallied three tackles and one fumble recovery. Lionel Messi to leave Barcelona after 17 seasons, according to a statement released by the club on Thursday. Both parties reached an agreement for a new contract but due to economic and structural obstacles will not be able to continue their relationship he leaves after 17 seasons with club records for titles won, goals scored and games played and the commission on Chicago landmarks unanimously voted on Thursday to approve the Cubs plans to build a two-story sports book right next to Wrigley Field it will be open to the public before, during, and after games, and fans will be able to enter Wrigley Field from inside the sports book, but they don't have to go to the game to make bets inside. Sports Center is brought to you by Nature Valley. We bring the energy to your mornings, but sometimes the commute and those early mornings can wear you out. When that happens, grab a Nature Valley granola bar and head outside for a quick mid-morning break to experience the energizing power of nature.
0: Mm. Oh.
1: Back in studio. That is the theme because look at Damien Woody hanging out with us in <laughs> studio. That's here. how you know
0: it's real when they bring their Big Guns in Titan. On Jay Will and
1: Zubin. Great to see you, man. Uh Damian Woody is here giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Damien, how nice was it to have football? Back on your screen,
2: oh man, it was a beautiful thing to have live football with fans in the sta in the stance uh, you know it's been a long time coming it's been a long time it's uh it's something I think the country really needs to to have that that yeah. taste of uh of live football again with the fans. So I'm looking to, I'm looking to more of it. We got, we got this stretch until February, so <laughs> let, let's keep this thing rolling.
0: You know, like Dallas, I want to talk about the Dallas uh, football team, not the former um, soap opera that was Dallas. I, sometimes I think we <laughs> get it confused, right? But when you think about Dallas and you think about Dak Prescott getting the bag like we thought he was going to do, mm-hmm. he got the bag, they did what they were supposed to, but already, right? It looks like it's a little compensation there for me, D. Wood, because you know you talk about your plant, your black plant foot, and maybe a change of mechanics. Do you have any concern about the shoulder because it's supposed to be just a week or so? Now they're going to shut him down to the start of the season.
2: Yeah, I'm a little concerned about it. I know Troy Eggman talked about it on the telecast last night about how you know unusual the injury is, and and uh, you know we know how secretive teams are, you know, going to be when it comes to these type of injuries. So I'm a little concerned. Um, about Dak Prescott's shoulder, but the one thing I know about Dak, he's, you know, he, we've obviously seen the type of injury he came back from uh, from last year, the lower leg injury um, that he sustained last season. So, the one thing we know about Dak, he's diligent. He's a he's a pro. He's going to work himself back in and and, and listen. I'm picking the Cowboys wide oh, S-E. So say, say it damn it, it so. I need I need Dak. Back in, so man. I need
0: Dak back in the mix. I can't I can't have Slide, him out of extended line, period line of time. Spoken just like an offensive lineman. All about the offense, man. Some of the greatest teams you ever been on was built around defense, and they can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. Won't bust a grape in a fruit fight, and you picking Dallas. I am picking Dallas. You know why I'm picking Dallas? Because they got
2: by far the best quarterback in the division. By far, by far. They You're got, not a
0: believer in Danny Dimes at all. No love for Danny Dimes. Is is he in is he in, uh, Dak Prescott area code? No, he's not. He's not. Okay, no. w- w- would that would that change if? Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Eagles. would you change. Well, I mean, that, that's a whole different dynamic now, Don.
2: Deshaun Watson's a top-five quarterback. Okay. You but know, we don't that, know.
1: We just don't know if he can play.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole different circumstance when it comes to Deshaun Watson. Okay. Obviously, with the off-the-field stuff that he has to, you know, resolve. But, you know, if he, if that situation were to play itself out, now you're talking, to, you know, it's a, it's – you know, something totally different. But okay. right now, Dallas. the Dallas Cowboys got the best quarterback in the, in the NFC. And it
1: sounds to me like you're buying in a little bit to the defense as well. They put so many pieces on that defensive side of the ball, they went and got so many draft picks. Like, they're trying to get better on that side. Well, I know that they were very, very bad last year, but they at least put a lot of their effort and resources towards getting better. Well, they
2: can't get any worse. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's my thing. They can't get any worse. I mean, they were they were awful. Like, like Bart said, they couldn't stop a nosebleed last year. So, I, I, listen, I think that Dan Quinn coming over, yeah. I think – Will raise. I think he'll raise these guys to at least respectability. I'm not asking them to be top ten. Yeah. I'm just asking you to be average. Right. If you're average in Dallas with what they have on offense, yeah. with the skill and and,
0: and Dak Prescott at quarterback, they should win the NFC East this year. Couple of concerns I have with that offense, right? And you listen, you were a, an elite offensive tackle, play guard, offensive tackle as well. Any concern with Tyron Smith and his inability? At 30, he seems like the oldest 30-year-old I've ever been around. Yeah. Man, you talk about his list of injuries. He's already with the neck roll. He's already with the with the elbow um, braces and all that stuff. Any concern that he can't stay healthy? And if he can't stay healthy, do they have a chance in winning the East? Well,
2: I think, uh, you know, as much as we talk about Dak Prescott, a lot of my prediction is also predicated on the fact that he get three starting offensive linemen back. Mm-hmm. Lael Collins, Zach, Zach Martin. And and, and Tyron Smith. Smith. So, you know, those guys missed significant, you know, time last year. And I think it's going to be imperative for those guys to be healthy in order for the Dallas Cowboys to reach their potential and and to win that division. Now, if they start – having these injuries again, then I think that's going to throw a monkey wrench in, into those plans.
1: Talking with Damian Woody here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin in studio, which is such a treat. Great mm. to see you. Uh, you guys are talking about offensive line. I don't think that we can talk about the Steelers without talking about the offensive mm. line. And mm-hmm. and I don't know, I know we've been talking about it all offseason, but are they in a position where you feel like they've taken the steps necessary to protect whoever's back there? Obviously, Big Ben is the guy right now. Um, have they taken enough steps to improve that offensive line, We'd- given the, the retiring and and the the, mm-hmm. the free agent situation, have they done enough? Uh,
2: that remains to be seen. Uh, they're going to need a ton of reps. Anytime you're talking about, I believe they replaced four out of the five offensive linemen in yeah. Pittsburgh, you're going to need reps. You know, that's what offensive cohesion is all about, reps, reps, reps. So they're going to need all the preseason to get as many reps in as possible. Um, uh, you know, their offensive line coach is a guy that actually was a teammate of mine in New England. His name is Adrian Clem. You know he's got mm-hmm. a big he's got a big challenge ahead of him uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I think with this team that unit is going to be critical for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. We know that the Steelers invested a number one pick in Najee Harris, who's a multi-dimensional running back, who's yeah. a three-down guy. But none of that matters if you can't block him. Right. You know. So for the Pittsburgh Steelers, in my opinion in the preseason they need reps. They need to get that chemistry going because if they can get that. Combine that with their defense. Yeah, I think you'll start to hear a little bit of a different tone about how people speak about the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Now you play with old ass quarterbacks, right? So you know what it's like. <laughs> Yo, you got you play you play with Brett Favre. Yeah, right? I you did. Yeah, card, so you play with yeah. old ass quarterbacks, right? Like. Like, do you think that Big Ben is done? Or do you think that, you know, basically it was the the elbow surgery and he had to throw the ball too much? Because I think, like, we're disrespecting the Pittsburgh Steelers. One, the Pittsburgh Steelers has always been an organization that easily replaces great players, right? I can remember, you know, Fanica came over there and was playing with you when you, mm-hmm. you was, when you had Brett Favre. Well, they just filled it in with with Willie Colon, and they, and they didn't miss a beat, right? They, you know, they lose, you know um, – Joy, Joy Porter, they come in with, with, with T.J. Watt, they come in with Debo. Like, are we sleeping on the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, they were 11-0 last year. You think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a legitimate uh, contender for the AFC North?
1: He always says that they were eleven and zero last season, as though the eleven and zero, but the, then the bottom the, the, fell yeah. out. Eleven <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and zero as was though that Last part of the season doesn't matter.
2: Well, well he, here's what I'm going to say. I, I'm going to say this about the Pittsburgh Steelers: Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record as a head coach. Think about that. Think how remarkable that is. He's never in that had division. A, in that division in the AFC North, he's never had a losing record. So that just speaks to you know the the the, the stability. Uh, within that organization and be able to evaluate players and get the right guys in there. Um, as far as Big Ben is concerned, listen, he's not Big Ben of old. Where you know he was a guy that was mobile and could move around, absorb hits. That's not Big Ben anymore. But I do think that Big Ben can be efficient, yes. and I think that's the key word here is efficient. But the only way Big Ben can be efficient, they need to have some similar sort of a running game. They didn't have that last yes. year. If they can get a running game to go along with what they have on the defensive side of the football, you'll see a better big Ben in 2021.
0: Okay. So you're picking the Steelers to be in contention, right? You ain't no, just, I'm, you're not just picking Cleveland. Like everybody, else. you ain't jumping on that bandwagon, are right? you? Listen, right now I am picking the Cleveland Browns. You just told me about great quarterback play and the best quarterback, mm-hmm, Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. by far. He may not be better than Burrow by the end of the year. When you think what Burrow has with Tyler Boyd, T Higgins, and uh, Jabbar Chase.
2: Listen, all that sounds great, but you might be scraping Burb okay. off the field
0: right, if they, because their line can't protect them. So right. that's really. I got, really, that's I got r- the producer calling auto, uh, Omaha, Omaha in my ear. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Omaha!
1: Uh, as Damian mentioned, the Steelers are hoping that Najee Harris can get in the zone. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance. One of Damian's former teams is having a quarterback battle for the second straight year. Mm. Does the heir apparent still have have the edge that is after bart has this from doordash
0: doordash here with the summer of dash pass right now dash pass members are taking ten dollars off groceries alcohol pet food and more need a nightcap ten dollars off Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and zero dollar delivery fees year round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. Stay cool out there, everybody. Terms and conditions apply. Cam Newton will live up to the expectations. This is why Bill Belichick went out and loaded the deck. I guess it's now time for me to to, uh, uphold my end of the bargain, doing everything that I I know I'm capable of doing. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric
1: e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call
0: 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NFL Training Camp 2021 with Keyshawn Keyshawn Johnson, Johnson. the New England Patriots. The Tom Brady-less New England Patriots start training camp for the second year without their former future Hall of Fame quarterback in Tom Brady. But is it Cam Newton's team? Is it Mac Jones' team? This is going to be must-watch on the quarterback battle in Foxborough. I personally don't think it's a big battle, but those out there, they think it's a battle. We've got to see Cam Newton in year two and what he can become for the New England Patriots. They spent over $200 million on players bringing them in because of the season they had a year ago. The wide receiving core was significantly upgraded with Nelson Aguilar and Kidrick Bourne. So if anybody can do it with this cast of characters in this group is Bill Belichick along with Cam Newton. We'll soon find out, starting with training camp. This is the biggest season ever. The countdown to the NFL season continues. Weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Mm. You know know the next verses I want to see? Oh, I want to see Missy Elliott and Lauren Hill. Ooh, see? You know I can get behind fire, that. You know what I'm saying? I, I can dig that one. You know what I'm saying? You, Missy come with her balloon, like her big garbage bag thing. and <laughs> oh. Super duper fly.
1: Ziya. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Of course, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin out. Bart Scott, Jen Latta, and Damian Woody in studio right now. We'll continue our NFL talk with our big guy, ESPN NFL analyst, Damian Woody. Okay, we want to get to the quarterback competition, quote, unquote, that's going on in New England because even though we've been told that there is a quarterback competition, it sounds like Cam Newton is just crushing it out there. It sounds like it's not even close when you compare these two guys and what they've been able to do with the reps they're getting in training camp. But before we get to that, yesterday, Bill Belichick said some stuff and remember how I said it's kind of like sometimes I'm interpreting French when yeah. I'm listening to Bart Scott. I need your help, Damian, interpreting what exactly Bill Belichick is saying here. Whatever it is, it is. Uh, I can't control that. So, looks like the field will be wet. If it rains, it rains. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, it's hot.
0: It's hot. If it's not. And that's what it is. So. You Please
1: help! To, Please do, help!
0: Do you speak fluent Sith Lord?
2: I, <laughs> Sith Lord, <laughs> I do. I do speak Billachekian, <laughs> and uh, you know this is a situation where basically Bill is like, "Listen, at the end of the day, they're not going to cancel the games, so we're going to play in whatever type of conditions that 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 they throw at us, and that's just what it is. Whether it's you know hot, cold, you know as far as players available, don't it doesn't matter. Wet and wet, we we got to go out there and ma- and make it happen. So. Bill's not the type of guy that's going to give you excuses about you know what things are
0: and what things aren't. So that's just what it is. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Cam Newton's going to keep this job the entire year. Now, he's going to start with this job because I think Cam Newton um, understands that he's not going to be here next year. He's not going to play for $3.5 million for anybody. He's going to be trying to find a way to kind of resurrect his career he thought he could do it last year didn't work out that way because COVID because of the the offseason not being able to work with his teammates but I think this year you know this could be a situation much like we had in San Francisco when we had Colin Kaepernick you know kind of take over for Alex Smith and they were still winning at that point but you know that you know maybe he can take you a little farther than Cam Newton can take you I know that's saying a lot but when I look at this offensive line, D-Wood, I think this might be the best offensive line in the game. We're bringing Trent Brown back with Isaiah Wynn. We already know what Andrews and Mason is. Four out of five. They may have four of to the top five players in their position. And I think that, you know, they're going to treat Cam like a rental car, right? Because they know he ain't going to be there, so they don't care. They'll run him into the ground, run all the tread, off the tires, and then maybe hand it over to Mac and Cheese in the middle of the of the season or late in the season. <laughs> yeah, that's disrespectful, right? And I think the the, the young kid – and that, that brings up something totally different. Mac and Cheese is, like, one of the most disrespectful nicknames that I've heard in a long time. And this dude thinks it's a term of endearment. Like, I don't know if somebody told him that he's pretty, pretty much body shaming him. What's the craziest nickname that you've ever had or you've ever called somebody a hurt in a facility?
2: Oh, man. Man, that's a good one, man, because, I mean, I've heard, like – you know, dancing bear, and you know. Oh, that's brother. a good one, though. You know, that's yeah, like yeah. that's a good one, though. I, I'm talking about disrespectful. I
0: I, t- we, I can't think I can't think of a dis- a disrespectful. We call we call Jason Brown delicious. Now, see, you don't call another grown man delicious. <laughs> you, just <don't, laughs> you just don't. You just don't.
2: call another grown yeah. man
0: delicious. I tell you, the other name we called him off the
2: off yeah, line. Yeah, you said can you can't say it, it on television. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can't absolutely, say it on the but radio. yeah,
2: listen, I, just to go back to the whole quarterback dynamic in New England. I'm not sold on Cam Newton b- being a starter in New England, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because, listen, I think that. I think that Mac Jones is a better pure passer than Cam right. Newton is, than Cam Newton ever was. This, and also, we're not talking about the 2015 Cam Newton. Yeah. The guy who was mm-hmm. the MVP of the league. Those days are are gone. Yeah. Okay. At the end of the day, in this league. You still gotta beat people with your arm and from in the pocket yep. and be accurate from the pocket. And I think that's where Mac Jones is gonna separate himself from Cam. And I think this team that's been assembled where this, you know, through free agency, guys opting back in. This is a great situation for a rookie quarterback. Because yes. they're gonna they're gonna be really good on defense. They got a top flight offensive line. They brought in two tight ends two wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be all on the rookie quarterback if he comes in. But I think he's a better pure passer than Cam yeah. Newton. So, and I think so projecting it long-term. If, if I'm, if, if I'm the Patriots yeah. and it's remotely close, I'm going with the rookie, right?
0: I'm throwing the rookie out there and mm-hmm. we're, I'm not looking back. It's user friendly. How does this team and this roster, I know quickly we got to get to a break, you know, how close is this roster to the one that Tom Brady inherited when he was a young quarterback when you won the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, listen, I think th- I think um, I would say it, it's, kind of, um, it's kind of similar from the standpoint of I think this defense is going to be really good. You know, early on in, in Tom Brady's tenure, we were a defensive team. We weren't necessarily, you know, driven by offense. We were driven by defense and we could run the ball. And that's where I think the, the page is going to be.
1: How about you throwing medicine balls over here to our guy, D. Wood? Medicine <laughs> balls. We're up I against a break. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin continues after this.
2: Sweet.